Hey, welcome to Aviation Careers Podcast. My name is Carl Valeri. You know, many listeners ask me if they can afford a career change and become a pilot. Well, in this episode, we're going to talk about that. And actually, I'm going to give you a presentation that I did during Sun and Fun to answer that question. How much do pilots make and also can I make that change into this career? But before we get started, a quick shout out to our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by AviatorsClinic.com. Flight medicine for pilots, by pilots. Use the coupon code AviatorsClinic to get a free scholarships guide. Whether a student pilot preparing for a solo or a veteran crop duster, their goal is to get you into the air and keep you flying. Aviators Clinic understands how nerve-wracking doctor's exams can be. Their goal is to make the process as easy and painless as possible. The Aviators Clinic provides FAA first, second, and third class flight physicals and basic med exams. For those with color vision issues, they have an Optic 900, an FAA-approved alternative color vision test. Flight physicals are free of charge for student pilots 17 years and younger. Aviators Clinic has two convenient locations in Naples and Pompano Beach, Florida. So book your appointment today at aviatorsclinic.com. And also don't forget, they're giving away a free scholarships guide, up to 50 of them. Supplies are limited, so act quickly. Use the coupon code aviatorsclinic when you go there to get that free scholarships guide. Remember, we have over $120 million of scholarships in there. Well, anyway, like I said, let's talk a little bit about uh, pay, pilot pay, and also if it makes sense to change careers today. We're going to talk about this from the perspective of someone changing careers, but it might help you if you're younger thinking about becoming a pilot because we're going to talk a lot about, you know, how much is compensation at the airlines. So let's get started. So this is the presentation from the Sun and Fun 2023, the career change dollars and cents. This has been updated so that we can talk about it here online. My name is Carl Valeri, and I'm airline captain, an A320 simulator instructor, and of course, the host of this podcast and Stuck Mike Avcast. Also help out with Sun and Fun Radio. I also do a lot of aviation career coaching, and we specialize in second careers and navigating background checks and challenges. I've helped thousands of people achieve their goals. If you're looking for an encore career, maybe you're just looking at career 2.0, simply looking for just a career change, well, we can help. First of all, you're never too old to do this. Of course, as with any career change, age is a consideration. But how do you manage those expectations when you're a little bit older and you want to move into this career? Also, if you're younger and you're thinking you're too old to fly since you're 19 years old already, that's not true. I've heard everybody say they're too old to fly, whether they're 13, 14, 15, up to 44 or 54. So, Remember, you're never too old to fly. You just have to manage those expectations. So all careers require extensive training and experience. You'll need to plan your career trajectory. So let's talk a little bit about that when we're planning our career trajectory. So how much do pilots make? That's always the question that comes up first. Let's take a look at the Bureau of Labor Statistics and the median annual wages of pilots. So airline pilots, co-pilots, flight engineers, uh, those are your traditional airline pilots. They're on a median uh, salary. Median salaries for those pilots is 202000 I tell people, if this is your goal, be very conservative. If you can live with $202,000 in your career and, you're gonna, and you like flying, then you'll be happy as a pilot. So that's pretty good. a pretty good salary, much uh, higher than the median, which if you look at total occupations is $45,000. 
Now, if you just look at aircraft pilots and flight engineers, again, that's about 134,000 commercial pilots. Those are pilots that can go out and do flight instructing, also pilots that can go out and do charter. That's about $99,000. And all the air transport workers, mechanics, everybody working at the airport, uh, that's $82,000. So pretty good salary, $202,000, if you're looking at becoming an airline pilot. So first of all, do you have time? Well, Airline pay, and we're just going to talk about airline pay at first, tops out after 12 years. That's when it tops out. You can fly past 65 uh, for other jobs, but you can't fly past 65 for part 121. Right now, that is in the works to be changed, but I'm talking about right now, and this is August 1st of 2023. So really what we need to do when you're looking at this as a career we truly need to manage our expectations. So as to let's talk a little bit about how long it takes to get to a major airline. So I tell people, give yourself three to 10 years, depending on your situation. That's a long range, isn't it? Well, of course, it's depending on your situation. It also depends on the market. So, so let's look at first the new hires. Uh, and these are the last four new hires I had going to the regional airlines and what pay they had. I'll ask, ask the last four folks. It went ranged from fifty-two thousand to a hundred thousand. Of course, the fifty-two thousand uh, was more of those folks that are flying for the turbo props and and that type of thing. All the way up to a hundred thousand dollars, and that's the jet regionals. And I'm just talking salary. I'm not talking about any of the other bonuses that are out there. So that's a pretty good starting salary. Of course, that's not the reason you got into becoming an airline pilot. But compared to being a flight instructor, yeah, it's a, it's a lot better pay. And remember, you need to get to the point where you have the ATP or the restricted ATP to get hired by a regional airline. We'll talk about that in another episode. I just want people to know strictly how much people make at the airlines. So after five years at a regional airline, you can expect whether you're from a turboprop up to a, a regional airline that pays as a jet captain, about five years in, uh, you're going to get about between 110 to 164,000. Uh, most people listening to this right now because of the current hiring environment would say, wow, uh, I don't think anybody's making five-year captain pay. They are. A lot of people choose to stay at the regionals because of the fact that, well, maybe they enjoy it. Maybe it's a better lifestyle for them. So five-year captain at a major airline, we're looking anywhere from, uh, and this is all the different majors, the legacies, et cetera. We're looking at 259, 269. So that's actually right there. Uh, we're talking averages here now. As far as what the pay is, that's uh, that's actually a pretty decent salary. Remember going back to that two hundred two thousand, the medium salary that included also first officer pay. First officer pay at the airlines varies quite uh, tremendously. At the majors, traditionally the first year you don't make very much money, but a second year first officer you can make one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand dollars. Again, this is what I would say for most of you changing careers. If you could be happy with this salary range, then you'll be happy as a pilot doing something you really enjoy. Of course, once you get to the top pay at 12 years, then you're looking at the salaries between 306 to 354,000, depending on the type of equipment you're flying, uh, whether it's a, a wide body, a narrow body, that type of thing. So again, these numbers are very conservative. This is what you're looking at, 12-year pay. And what I've done is you know, taken together the minimum pay that you're going to make at 12 years. So with that said, a lot of people like to talk about those large numbers out there. So many pilots do make more money. And what are those people? Some make up to a million dollars. Who are those? The instructor pilots, certain management pilots, and even and basically pilots that work more. 
I mean, there's many opportunities out there. And if we want, we can go to another video. I think I will do a video on how to make money as an airline pilot. But things like picking up uh, trips out there that are paying double, that type of thing. That's how you make extra money. So there's all their financial benefits to becoming an airline pilot. It's not just the, the strict pay. So that pay, think about the pay as what you're going to live on from day to day. We have other things like a 401k. They used to have pensions. There's no more pensions. Disability insurance, which is really important as a pilot because we have a medical that we have to take often. And if we don't pass that medical, we're going to go on disability. The other thing is your health benefits. That's very, very important. Whatever job you take, not just in the airlines. And of course, another bonus every so often is that profit sharing. Although don't ever rely on profit sharing because this is one of those great air, great jobs where you know you can make a lot of money working for an airline. But as far as an airline investment, I don't know if it's the best thing in the world. Uh, you know the the fluctuations in the business are large, uh, and during recessions they really get hit financially. Of course, in the last uh, financial downturn, the government actually helped them out, and in some others too. 9-11 is one of them. Let's talk a little bit about the 401k, how it differs at an airline as opposed to anywhere else. Uh, it's replaced those pensions. Remember, they had these great pensions at the airlines. Most companies have their 401ks replaced the pensions. But what's really important is if you look at the average from the majors uh, out there, meaning the legacies and the larger airlines, most contribute 16% to your 401k. For those that haven't been out in the working world, that is a lot of money. And to understand the numbers on this, say you're getting paid $100,000 per year, the company will put $16,000 into your 401k for that year. That's a lot of money. That's that's a, a big, percentage-wise, it's a huge amount of money. So just remember, at an airline, one of the biggest things, that one of the benefits for your pay isn't the immediate gratification, it's the gratification of having a 401k funding at 16% per year. Also, another big thing is disability insurance. Uh, at a major airline, as opposed to some of these other companies, uh, most disability insurance goes about five years for long-term disability. Uh, most airlines, and in their contracts, they have disability insurance to replace uh, your income until 65. The only downside is there's no 401k contribution. By the way, when I say replace your income, I know people are going to point this out that it's only 60% say of your actual uh, you know, income is what you're getting paid in your insurance. Something can buy up a little bit more. Uh, but what, what happens is when you're getting disability insurance, you are not paying for uh, any kind of uh, medical or any kind of uh, other in insurance that's out there. Plus, I mean, you got to pay for that on your own. Plus, you also aren't paying any income tax because remember, this is an insurance payment. Think like life insurance. This is an income to you. So, you know, most pilots are getting that much money taken out of their paycheck. Uh, say it's, you know, 30% of their paycheck, you know, for everything, all the different types of insurance the government uh, takes out of your paycheck. So what's interesting, the reason I say this, it replaces your quote unquote income is because it replaces uh, the payments that you're receiving. And actually sometimes people's payments uh, that they get from their insurance disability are greater than their paycheck because their paycheck had a lot more taxes taken out of it. So that's kind of why I mean income is things that come in. Uh, it's not considered income by the government, but it is income to you because it's, it's money in your pocket. That's disability insurance. Also health benefit plans. Uh, so there's these things that they usually have at, at many of the airlines where, remember I was talking about those 16% contributions. There's a, a maximum salary and contribution limit. And 
uh, that's usually, and this is the year I, I did it right now. It's uh, like it's actually changing, but it was three hundred thirty thousand dollars is the limit that uh, the company can put any more money into for that you can put more money into the four hundred one k. The max contribution is either sixty six thousand or seventy three thousand five hundred as of this publishing that can go into your four hundred one k per year depending on your age. If you're say over fifty, it's seventy three five, but uh, the thing is, though, if you make more than $330,000, they can't put money into your 401k. What happens? A lot of times it goes into what's called a health benefit plan, and that's almost like a health savings account. You can't use it until later on, and you can only use it to pay for health benefit, health uh, insurance and also for anything that you need, like hospitalization, that type of thing. Also, another thing that's kind of neat at the airlines is profit sharing. Again, it's it's no guarantee. It's a nice benefit. It's also an incentive uh, for uh, the employees primarily to actually uh, make sure that their operations are more efficient. Uh, but remember, it's not guaranteed. The only thing really guaranteed is your salary, and during town turns, that can change. Uh, but it is a very nice benefit to have. So we talked about airlines. I know this is a lot of this we're talking about is the airlines and what we can do as an airline pilot but there are other jobs outside the airlines, and and those type of jobs are like private aviation. Uh, think people that have uh, money that are able to own their own private aircraft, and they're able to uh, fly to destinations instead of using the airlines. That's private aviation. Uh, business aviation, those are companies that own aircraft. Um, many people, they kind of mold these into the two, like private and business aviation. They call it corporate aviation. Um, but you know, it's private and business aviation, a business may own an aircraft, uh, say you own a, a company that supplies tools and you have to get these tools to a job site. They'll use an aircraft to move those tools to a job site. Maybe you have sales representatives. Uh, I'm here in the state of Florida. There's a company here at the airport that has sales representatives throughout the Southeast and they'll take off, sell, you know, send those people down to South Florida, say, and then come back. Uh, so they're at home at night, uh, to be with their family. Uh, also, the other part, too, is instruction. Say you're someone who loves to teach. I mean, that is a great opportunity out there uh, to be able to teach. You're not going to get all these benefits usually, but you still can do other things besides the airlines. Remember, you retire at 65. There's many more things that you can do. You can instruct at a large institution, a college, a university, uh, or you can start your own flight school. That's a challenge. a lot of fun, too. But there's so many different ways to make money. Say you want to go out and do aerial survey. Say you also want to go out and you, you want to give tours, aerial tours. You can start a business doing that. Work for somebody that does that, aerial photography, those type of things. So there's a lot of jobs out there. It's just over time, uh, the, the, the major airlines obviously pay the best, but these other jobs pay really well. And we can go into those salaries and stuff, but there are, a lot of those are online and, uh, and on my website, uh, aviationcareerspodcast.com slash resources, you can take a look and there's links to websites that talk about what the salaries are at the different airlines and also corporate. So things you want to consider if you're looking at this as a job, a second career, that type of thing. Your financial situation, of course, is always important. Uh, when you're younger, it's not quite as important, but if you have a family to uh, support, yeah, that's really, really important. Uh, to think about your family obligations. Maybe you're paying for uh, helping someone go through college, that type of thing. Uh, and also other financial obligations that you have. Now that you're a little bit older, many times you'll have those. Uh, think of car payment, boat payment. Uh, think of a vacation home. Think of your own home. Those are the different financial obligations that you have that you really need to consider. So it's best to get with somebody, just kind of go through those or, or another family member and discuss you know, what you need to consider in your financial situation before you move forward. Other things to consider are your health. 
remember you have to pass a medical. And you know we have a lot of resources here uh, where you can talk to people about your medical. Uh, you know we talked about in the last video if your medical is deferred, what you can do. So those are the kind of things that I think you should think about. Is there some medical condition that you have that's going to preclude you from becoming a pilot? You'd be surprised uh, that you can become a pilot even with certain medical conditions. So don't discount flying for the airlines just because you have a certain medical condition that you think is going to prevent you. Again, on my resources page, I have links to companies that actually will help you. We'll help you to a certain point uh, with those type of medical situations, but we really have to rely on the medical experts that we have that we use uh, as consultants uh, in conjunction with our career coaching. Your lifestyle, that's another thing. Uh, remember, you're going to be traveling a lot away from home. If you're the type of person that you know, loves to stay home and doesn't want to go traveling, then yeah, that'll affect your lifestyle. Uh, other things to consider too is it might actually affect your lifestyle in a much better way. Uh, but if you're the type of person that wants to be home every single night, uh, this may not be the job for you. It can be. Uh, as a senior pilot, you might be able to get those schedules, but they can be very difficult to get, especially when you're waiting to become a senior pilot. That could take years. So yeah, it's, uh, it's something to think about as your lifestyle. Also, your location. Uh, I think it's really cool that nowadays people are thinking about where they're living as opposed to just taking whatever jobs available like we did in the past. didn't matter where the airline was. You would go because there weren't that many airline jobs out there. They're more plentiful. There's many more airlines out there. The ultra-low-cost carriers, low-cost carriers, uh, all those boutique airlines have really changed the, the landscape here of aviation. It's not just the legacies. You can pick where you want to go, where you want to work, and for the most part, you'll find it, especially if you're near a big city. So maybe you're not going to work for that legacy airline that flies to Paris, but you might fly for an airline around the country as a job you love, get you home every night or almost every night. So it all depends on what you want to do. There are airlines, by the way, that are designed so that they get you back to base every night or just about 99% of the time. So career change, dollars and cents. Have you looked at this career change from both the dollars and also if it makes sense for you. Well, one of the things I'd like you to do, if you're watching this on YouTube, you know, look on the screen there, uh, you know, look at the QR code, check out our coaching. We can help out. There's also many other resources out there for those that are watching on YouTube. That's me in the flight simulator. That's actually my nephew. We actually went up in a flight uh, in the Airbus, and that's uh, the plane that I teach on in the simulators. It was a whole lot of fun. Uh, being a, an instructor at airlines fun, being a pilot in an airlines fun. Uh, airlines in general are fun because you're taking people to these wonderful places in the world. But I would highly recommend you going out there and researching if this will work for you. And I'm hoping that this gave you some some really good uh, advice and overview of you know whether this is something you would consider based on those dollars. Does it make sense for you? And again, when you're looking at this as a career, uh, making if it does make sense to you or if it should be something you should consider, think about uh, talking to somebody who might be able to help you out, a counselor, a career coach, that kind of thing. Uh, we could do that here at aviationcareerspodcast.com slash coaching. Uh, but as far as paying for it, there's many different ways to do it. Of course, we have the scholarships guide, which by the way, this, this episode is sponsored by aviatorsclinic.com. They're giving away 50 scholarships guides by using that coupon code aviatorsclinic. Uh, aviatorsclinic.com is flight medicine for pilots by pilots. Uh, use a coupon code aviatorsclinic.com to get that scholarships guide. You know, whether you're a student pilot preparing for a solo or a crop duster, their goal is to get you into the air and keep you flying. 
Aviators Clinic understands how nerve-wracking doctor's exams can be. Their goal is to make the process as easy and painless as possible. Also a good resource if you have questions about whether uh, you can get a medical if you're changing careers. Aviator Clinic provides FA first, second, and third class flight physicals and basic med exams. You know, for those with color vision issues, they have an optic uh, 900, an FA approved alternative color vision test. Flight physicals are free of charge, you know, for student pilots 17 years and younger. They have two convenient locations at Aviators Clinic, both in Naples and Pompano Beach, Florida. So book your appointment today at aviatorsclinic.com. If you want one of those free scholarships guides, use that Aviators Clinic coupon and go to aviationcareerspodcast.com slash scholarships. If you have questions about anything we talked about, feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com or you can go to our website, the contact page. But most importantly, if you're thinking about this as a career, don't just sit there and think about it. One of the most important things you can do is take action today. Whether you're just thinking about making this a career or you're thinking about doing something else as a career along with this, you don't know whether this is for you. Don't just sit there and listen to this. I want you to, after this video, either write something down, make some plans, look up some of those websites I talked about, look at our coaching but I really want you to do this. I want you to take one step today to move forward in your career and your life. Nothing is going to get done unless you start moving forward right now at this time, at this moment, write something down. And if you're listening online, you know, stop the car, write down, take a note, use your, your iPhone, but make sure you do something today to move forward in your career and in your life. Well, we'll talk to you next episode. Stay flying out there. You have been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although hosts or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research.